Story time again. Story time again. Twenty-six now. Well, my name is Phil, and you're listening to The Lip. Hi everybody, it's Phil, and you're listening to The Lip. Just want to let you know that I'm just enjoying this process. Every time I hit that record button, it seems like it was more fun than the last time that I did it. Last week's episode, like I said, I had some questions about what I was going to do there, but I'm glad that I picked a just talking episode. I think those are a lot of fun for me to do, and when in doubt, can't go wrong with that, I believe. Just sort of just talking about stuff that I've seen that's happened. And boy, I, I think that some of the things that happened that time for that show, they needed to be talked about. <laughs> Speaking of things that need to be talked about, um, I've made a little bit of progress on the t-shirt front. I have narrowed my search down to the final, oh, what was the number? I think it was the final six. Final six words of wisdom that are going to potentially be the first shirt that I'm going to use. But at the same time, I've also decided to release two different shirts at the same time. So those six are going to whittle their way down to two. And more likely than not, the, the candidates that I've gotten at the final six are strong enough for me to think about and use them to probably be the next set of shirts that go out after that. So it's safe to say that the ones that are in this top six will most likely be the first six shirts that will be uh, out there for sale. Once everything gets put together, like first of all, I have to decide what shirts I'm going to make, right? What colors they're going to be, and then upon our my wife and I's uh, new entity that we're working on, we've got to get a website set up specifically for this enterprise. Um, and this is, as they say, only the beginning. Hopefully it'll get much larger because I have not just the shirt thing that's in my mind to do. I also have a couple other ventures that I'm working on, as does my wife. So there will be more to come. And as I get closer to the time that things look good and production is happening or they're available, I will let you know in that time, which isn't going to come soon enough for me. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a little bit on edge. I can't wait to to see that very first shirt in my hands. I'm excited about that. But I have to settle down and remember what Yoda told me. Be attention it's like, pay attention to where I am and what I'm doing. And I can say right now that the, um, that is definitely something that's off in the horizon. Although it's not far off in the horizon. It's in the horizon nonetheless. 
where I am is in my office. What I'm doing is recording this show. Story number 26. I think that there's yet another good set of stories that are going to be here. And I think that they're going to be entertaining. Especially one that comes off my mind. I believe it's going to be part... In fact, two of them. Yeah, two of them. Are going to be really interesting. One of them is a part two. A continuation of a story that I had already begun to tell. And then the other one is going to actually sort of be a prerequisite for an episode that is going to come out on August 26th, episode 118. It's going to pretty much be a a spin-off of one of the stories that I'm going to talk about today, which is pretty interesting. Well, let's stay in the moment. And main event time now. Ding, ding, ding. Main event time. Main event time. Here we go. We're going to start this thing up with the continuation of a story. Um, this one was a story that I started telling actually in episode 107. Story... 24. Uh, this is the continuation of what happened to my car. Of course, I am a Kia guy and a Chevy guy. Currently own a Kia Optima, which was a victim of the TikTok challenge where people were steal were, tr- were breaking into and stealing Kias and Hondas, the mother company, you know? Um, backtracking a little bit, I was telling you that the people who tried to steal my car were very dumb thieves because they hadn't paid attention to the fact that my vehicle wasn't able to start at the time. Now, I'm going to go into the telling you why it was unable to start. Yes, I had disconnected the, uh, the battery because I was in the process of doing some work on the car. Now, it turns out that the work that I was in the process of doing was a little off. And the reason is because I'm a little off my game. Right now, it's 2023. Okay? 2023. I wasn't in a shop functionally paying attention, working, turning on that side of my brain since 2016. Now, think about that. That's seven years that I haven't had to wake up in the morning, go into a shop every day, and focus on, why doesn't this work? Seven years that I wasn't going up to people telling them, hey, I've worked on this and that and the other, and I can tell you from what I've seen that this is what's going on and we can take care of it. Now, there was plenty of times when during my time as a mechanic and a service manager, shop manager guy, that 
I would run into a problem that I've seen over and over and over again. Certain things, you could pretty much make an educated guess based on the history of a certain vehicle. Uh, granted, I was a Chevy guy, and I'm a Chevy guy like that. I know that when I had a Chevy truck, I had an Avalanche, and I know that one of the things that happens to Chevy trucks in general between the years of 20... About, I guess, 2000, maybe even 99, earlier than that, all the way up until, I would say, recent memory, 2014 to 2016, somewhere in that neighborhood. Maybe more, but I was out of the loop. But I could tell you that when those vehicles got around 120, 125,000 miles, they were usually in the market for a fuel pump. Those Chevy trucks and that's not just your regular Chevy trucks, your Silverados, or the GMC side, the Sierras. It could also be your Trailblazers or your um, Yukon Denali's. It's just the way that they made those vehicles and the way that the fuel pump just happened to do what it did. And very predictably, my truck had that happen at around 125,000 miles as well. And I kind of saw it coming because I knew the trend. I was, I had my finger on the pulse of the industry and I was there. Like, I knew that there were certain problems you could have with the Dodge Neon, with the, um, the heater core. And the fact that it was a very difficult job to do. In fact, unwittingly, I actually set up a master tech who I have a lot of respect for with one of those Neons, and boy, it took him all day, and he was probably one of the best mechanics I've ever met in my entire life. So, if it, would me, if it was me who was working on that problem, I would probably still be working on it now. <laughs> I say all that to say that I pretty much diagnosed my car based on what I would have done if I was in the shop for all that time and had my finger on the pulse still and was still had that muscle working every day. So I went through the checklist of things that should be in place and in play and what could be going wrong with the vehicle at the time. However, when I went down my checklist, I was not really doing the best diagnostic job that I could have done because I hadn't used that muscle in a while. As a gym rat slash former gym rat, I can tell you that it's no fun to go ahead and hit that tricep extension if you hadn't done it in a few weeks, no less a few years no less in my case with vehicles, wholeheartedly seven years. So I took a shot at what I expected it to be, which was my theory was the alternator. It didn't seem like there was anything going on with the battery that would have stopped it from working, nothing that was going on with the starter that would have stopped it from working. And I knew that it was an electrical problem. I could tell. I just knew that it was an electrical problem. I knew it was because a combination of 
I was 100% sure from all the time that I had been working on the cars. And two, because I knew that was something that I could do easily and didn't want it to be anything else. So I kind of projected it to be that. So got the alternator, attempted to put the alternator in, did it. Had a problem with the belt because I always have problems with belts. I hate belts. I think I mentioned it before. I'm not good at belts. And I hate belts. I, I am not, not good at belts because I hate them. And I don't hate them because I'm not good at them. It's that both are true. I'm not really good at them and I hate them. I've done them. I can do them. But I hate to do them. But I'm not that great at them. So it's like a combination of both. Now we're going to carry on. I had the car taken and had the uh, the window fixed and the steering column because that's what the supposed thieves had damaged. And as a result of that, I knew that I needed to put the belt on so I could get the vehicle moving. I couldn't get the belt on because of pure frustration and my back injury so I took it to a shop which was very not very similar it was the same same company that I used to work for and in them putting on the belt they discovered that my problem with the belt wasn't necessarily that it was that I was doing it wrong or that I was frustrated or that my back was hurt it's just I couldn't see through the fact that the crankshaft pulley was seized, meaning it wouldn't turn. Meaning, that was part of the problem why I couldn't get the belt on. Now, the problem with a seized up crankshaft pulley is, if that's seized up, that means that the engine will not turn over. Meaning, that the engine was bad. Yeah. Blown engine. Engine was no good. So... I had to take it and do the smart thing. And it was a situation where I've told customers all the time, um, how much do you like this car? How much do you like it? Because if you like it enough, put the money into it, get it fixed. If you don't like it, take the money you were going to use to fix it and buy a new one. Well, it turns out that the amount of money that the engine was going to cost for my little Kia was just short of what you would really consider enough to get a, a decent vehicle. But it was an awful lot to put into a vehicle. And, well, it turns out that as much of a Chevy truck guy as I am, I mean, even on my office door, I have the insignia from my truck still. I still have it. I've got my bow tie. It's on my door to my office on the inside so I can see it every time I sit in my office. But, man, I've had this little Kia since 2017, and it has grown on me. It really has. It's grown on me to the point where, as much as I would love to pull up in a giant black or, uh, yeah, black Silverado or GMC Sierra 2500, I don't see myself not having that little Kia in the driveway somewhere. I just don't. I just, 
that car has become a part of the family. It really has. And I have really appreciated it so much to the point where I'm not going to disclose to you how much that we had to spend to put this engine in this car, but let's just say, for lack of better purposes, if I was willing to get a vehicle with more mileage, I could have done so with the amount of money that I put into putting the engine into my Kia. For sure. No doubt about it. Would have been able to just hand them that money and walked away with a car with less miles. With more miles, right? But, no, I, I I really, really, really like this little car. And, man, I was so upset that I diagnosed it wrong. And I think that that was a, a more of a pain for the pride than it was for anything else. Because, my goodness, I can't even begin to tell you how disappointed I was when I found out after I realized that the... Because I was just so bent on getting that belt on that I failed to re- to recognize that that crank pulley wasn't going anywhere. Nowhere. Engine was bad. Well, that's what happens. Like I said, when you're not in the loop of something for a while, you generally tend to forget about what that loop was. Now we're going to go to a new story. Another story about a a job that I used to have, actually. Uh, I worked at Wawa for a very long time. In my mind, it was eight years that I was working there. And I couldn't step into a Wawa and do any of the managerial tasks that I did before. I couldn't do it. There's no possible way. I just don't remember. It's been so long. I'm so far out of that loop. But... A quick story, before I get into my story. The Wawa that's just down the street from my house. I went to go get gas for the wife's car. Yesterday, as I'm recording this, which is in July. Um, and I happened to see something that just shocked me to the point where I feel the need to mention it. And I feel the need to mention it right here, right now. Um, I saw the store manager. Mm-hmm. He was at the store. Now, I've seen store managers very rarely after the sun goes down during my eight-year tenure at Wawa. Very rarely have I seen a store manager in the building when the sun goes down. Yes, I've said it twice. And I also can tell you that I've never seen a store general manager even take the trash that was in the coffee island out. Now, for those of you who don't quite understand what a Wawa is, it's a convenience store. Sometimes people out west, you might know a Sheets. It's similar to that. Or a Quick Check. It's probably closer to the Quick Check than it would be a Sheets because... Uh, You have all those things, and they focus very much on their coffee and their hoagies. But I digress. What I saw this man do, like I said, I've never seen anybody take a manager, take the store manager, take the trash out 
from the coffee area. But this man was there at 9 o'clock at night with the safety vest on, taking out the trash from the outside trash cans. Now, anybody who's ever worked in a job of any type that has had trash cans outside the building knows that those trash cans are the most vile, are the most disgusting trash cans. And yet, I saw the store manager of this Wawa pulling the cart, taking the trash, putting it inside a big uh, container and wheeling that container around and getting every trash can around the entire building. And I had never seen a store manager do anything like that because that those are the worst garbage cans you could ever see. There's always somebody throwing in the most smelly, disgusting. I'm not even going to go into how nasty they are. Let's just say you need gloves and possibly a tetanus shot after you're finished. And I've never seen a store manager even take out the trash from inside, yet alone this guy at night taking out the trash from the outside. I applauded that guy heavily. Just, he's a great guy. I can say that I've had plenty of good managers, but I can certainly say that if I was to work for this guy, it would have been one of the best managers I've ever worked for in any company. He personifies, um, well, he definitely personifies the term of, I won't ask you to do anything that you won't see me do myself. And I think that that's a really important thing in terms of leadership. And that's how I managed when I was working at Wawa in a lower capacity than this gentleman. And that's how I did it when I was in shops. I did the same thing. I, would, I wouldn't I would let anybody see. Like if there was a thing that I knew how to do, they saw me do oil changes. They saw me do empty out the oil caddy. They saw me do those things. And this manager actually did that stuff that um that I would not expect a person in his position to do and more so a person in his position is not expected to do such tasks wow you see I'm not even going to go into the actual story that I was going to tell boy I'm sorry I I'm sorry because I'm so passionate about what I saw this manager do I totally changed my story from the one that I was about to tell to this one. So we'll pick up on that other one on another time. He'll definitely be around. I might even use him for next week because he would be a very good person. But, mm, eh, kinda. He, he might work out, but we won't even go there. I'm going to just use him at a different time. Think of it for story 28, maybe, 27, somewhere down the road. I'll use it. But let me finish up on this store manager because, man, he impressed me. He really did. I, like I said, I, I saw him do that, and it was so impressive. When I got, like, when I finished getting my gas, I stopped, and I had to go talk to him. And I had to go express um, that I how I thought of his work. But like I said, that I've not seen the manager do what he did. Now, granted, it was very rare that I would see a manager after the sunset, and if I did, they were usually sitting in the back office 
they were uh, watching the cameras, seeing what everybody else is doing, but not getting their hands dirty. And this gentleman was literally getting his hands dirty. There's no possible way. Anything you could do in the store of Wawa that is more dirty than taking out the outside trash. Nothing. Zero. Because inside trash, you know what it's going to be. It's going to be food. It's going to be paper. It's going to be plastic. It's going to be whatever those materials you're going to use while you're working throughout the day. You're going to have cardboard bales. You're going to have uh, plastic from the, the wrappings from the, the sodas and the juices that are in the cooler. But on the outside, like I said, it's disgusting. The different things that people will put in there. Um, I'm going around in circles a little bit because I'm so... That left an impression on me. It really did. It truly did. That somebody would actually... That they would lead in that way. And so, I'll use the, the Wawa manager from was to work down the road from me. That's the story. That's the story. It really is. To the point where I... If I could get him on the show, I would very much like to do so. Just so I could sing his praises even more. And I'm not that kind of person who does that about people like that a lot of times. And the only reason, like I said, that I would want this man on the show is so I could... I would... What the, would the show even look like? I guess it would be, this is a show about how you're supposed to lead. How you're supposed to lead. Because anybody can manage pieces and people and move things and do stuff. But it's a different skill set altogether to actually lead your team. And that's what this man is doing. Congratulations. I applaud you, sir. Now, to go back to the last story that I want to tell. It's about a music store. Not the kind that used to exist where you could go in and get records or cassette tapes or CDs and listen to the music. No, 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 no. This is the kind of store that sells musical instruments and books for um for different um plays and things like that where you can actually hear the sheet you see the sheet music in order to play the instrument that's what kind of music store that I'm talking about right here right now it turns out that earlier in the year i guess it was i don't remember now was it May or June? Was school in session? It was real close to the end of school. I know that much. So we'll just say that. It was close to the end of school. Um, turns out that music teacher at my kid's school told us again that because my youngest daughter Maggie is now going to the same building as the other two. And so her opportunities are a little different now. She's in third grade. She's going to be, she played the ukulele when she was in second grade. And she wanted to upgrade because her whole purpose to play the ukulele was to have an idea and start to learn how to play the guitar. 
and that's where her main focus is. She wants to play the guitar. So, what me and my wife wanted to do was encourage that behavior. We wanted to find an opportunity for her to be able to play the guitar. And the best way to play the guitar would be, of course, to get a few lessons. And if she got a few lessons, she would be ahead of the game. Considering that kids in her grade were not allowed to do the guitar in her school. So she wouldn't be able to actually perform until she was in fourth grade with the guitar. So what we wanted to do is get her some lessons and perhaps even a guitar. Turns out that this one music store that the school is very closely affiliated with happens to have lessons for guitars and this one promotion that they were pushing was that you could get a lesson and sign up for a few weeks worth of lessons and because you signed up for those few weeks worth of lessons you were able to get a free guitar of course this is an amazing opportunity we thought we thought it'd be a great play way for maggie to get her guitar and of course this story also begins to go on that greatest of all sayings um if it seems too good to be true it probably is and in this case that's exactly what happened another saying that could resemble that remark would be murphy's law if it can go wrong it will go wrong and so the music store opportunity was just that. I got a phone call from a number that I didn't recognize. I answered the phone. They said, hey, don't forget to come down and uh, register for your uh, music lessons and free guitar. Okay, fine. Maggie is here and she's ready to go. And we, get, we go. Uh, I have to take Aurora with me. Matthew is enjoying a vacation in Texas at the time. So it was in June because Matthew was already on his way to Texas, which is where he is now as I'm continuing to record. But by the time this episode comes out, he would have been back home for a couple of weeks. So we go into the music store. I stand in there and I'm like, hey, I'm here for... I was called to let to be re, reminded to come in, and you had everything set up. The guy at the counter said, "Well, hold on, just a second. And I was like, "Okay." And then he tells me, "Well, the instructor that we had two days ago that was coming in, well, he's not going to be able to be here." Now, first of all, they told me to be there at a certain time. That certain time was 11 o'clock. Based on my friend Bob that I worked with, on time is early. Early is late, and late is unacceptable. So we got ourselves together, and me and the girls went to this music store, and we got there by 1045. 
five. We were early, which was, in my opinion, on time. That way she could get herself together and try these music lessons, pick out the guitar, and we could get rolling. So while we're sitting there, like I said, the guy at the counter said, well, the guy's not going to be here until one o'clock, which is late. Totally unacceptable to me. Now, they're telling me that they schedule this guy to come at one o'clock. And I'm like, wait a minute. You scheduled this guy to come at a, at a time. You told me to get here at a different time. And the times are hours apart. And the guy was like, well, you could always leave and come back. And I'm like, that's not an option. It's not an option because it took us a half an hour to get to this music store. Whole half hour to get there. And you're telling me that you want me to drive a whole half hour back. Now, at this time, it's 11.10 because of him being busy and getting back to me. So what he was asking me to do, essentially, was to leave, go back home, get home at 11.40, wait until 12.15, because I want to be on time. So that's only about half an hour. Come back to the store, get there at what would be 12.45, so we'd be early again, and then do this whole process all over again and wait for this guy. I was like, yeah, this is totally unacceptable. If this were the case, why didn't you call me yesterday? Because they called me two days in advance, and you knew that this was going to be the situation, yet you didn't call me the next day after you knew that this was going to be a problem and he said uh 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 and i looked at him and i was thinking to myself if i was more um from the indiana jones and the temple of doom i would have ripped his heart out right then and there yeah that's where we're standing at that and he said well, let me call the manager. Call the manager. The manager said, well, you can try to set it up a new appointment on the website. But the website's down. But you can set up a new appointment on the website. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, are you telling me that the website is down, but you want me to use the website right here, right now to set up an appointment? But you can't do it. Because the website's down on your end, too. And he's like, yeah, that's correct. And the Red Hulk started to brew within my soul and was about to emerge. Then I said, alright, let me go and check, try to do this. And, of course, exactly as he said, the website was down. He gave me the manager's card, and he said, here, you can call the manager, and I'm looking at this card, and I'm thinking, well, I do have my Punisher hoodie that I could put on, and I could go find him, but at this point in time, I'm thinking to myself, I don't even want to give these people my money. Like, I just don't. 
I don't. And so we left. Maggie was a little upset that she didn't get her free guitar or the lessons, but I told her I've got her covered. Wouldn't you know that I had been talking about guitars and how Maggie wanted to play to my mother probably a month before? Turns out she told me that her father, my grandfather, who I knew played the guitar when he was, uh, when I was a kid, he's long since passed on. He passed away in 1984. And I had no idea that what my mother was going to tell me next. And what she told me was, I still have his guitar. I was like, what? It's impossible. I hadn't seen this thing in all the time that we had lived in any other place. But you had this thing? And she said, yes. And so, I had promised oop, excuse me, the girls that I was going to go and take them to Seaside. One of my favorite Jersey Shore places. And so since we were down there, I went to my mom's house and, well, I acquired that guitar. Now, it needs a little bit of work. But to me, having a guitar that needs a little work that came from your great-grandfather is worth a hundred free guitars that you could have gotten from a place that was very inconsiderate of your time. And... I think that she's going to be a lot better for it. So one of the projects that we're going to work on over the next couple of months, hopefully, is finding a place that fixes instruments, not this music store, but some other place, and have this guitar fully restored to its glory. And she'll be able to play it to her heart's content. On that note, Story number 26 is complete. I'm going to come back to you on another episode and give you the story that I was about to tell you. And, well, it no longer, this episode doesn't really connect except for the fact that it's still going to be about Wawa next week. But it's not going to connect in the same way that I would have had it connect. But that's okay. That just means that I have to now put it in my mind to create another episode so that I can get this story out there because it's one that I like to tell people about and boy, I think it needs to be heard. So, I'm going to ring the bell on the main event right now. Ding, ding, ding. Spear of the Week time. I'm taking it out on the counter guy at the music store, folks. This guy just seemed like he had all the answers. But the only answer he had was... The only question that was asked of him was just how mad could he possibly make me. Well, he made me mad enough to want to spear him right through the front door of his building into 
a huge drum set. That's how mad this guy made me. And I think that any organization that is going to give you a phone call to tell you to show up for someplace two days prior to the event should have the courtesy of giving you a phone call at the very least if that event is changed in some way that is different than what the perception of the event was supposed to be. So, Spear of the Week, Counter Guy at the Music Store. Well, let's quit while we're ahead, as they say, right? Story number 26 is finished. I kind of went into an improv on the Wawa Manager. I didn't expect that to have been the story. In fact, it was not the story that I was going to tell. Just so happens that it happened last night as I'm recording this episode, and it just left such an an impact on me that I had to speak on it. Um, I will tell the story that I had planned on telling, and I'll tell that story all the way in October. Give that story some time to breathe so a couple months later you will hear the story that i was going to talk to you about and yes it does pertain to wawa and it kind of more so pertains to the episode that i'm going to do next week on august 26th which is aptly titled wawa gang yeah wawa gang um like I said, I was an employee of Wawa for nearly eight years, and during that time, a quick uh, prerequisite to the episode, I met some people who would go and hang out at the Wawa at night. But they weren't bad people. They were they were elderly people, not old, but they were. Uh, somewhere in the middle age and what they would do is they would get coffee and they would just hang out they were just old friends from from been friends for a long time and they weren't harming anybody and they just hung out at the wawa and during my duration of being at the store that they were hanging out with at for probably good six six and a half of the years that I worked for the company I got to know some of these people who were a part of what we all called the Wawa gang and I would say that life would not be the same if I didn't meet these people I think that there are some very good people that I met at that time and I'd like to talk about a few of them they're all very interesting people, and they all had just life's worth of experiences. And, I mean, just talking to those people while I was at work just was a combination of helping the time pass. And more so, you get knowledge from people who've been places and done things that you haven't done yet. Or places you haven't been yet. And these people were a wealth of knowledge, and whenever I got a chance to to sit under the learning tree, 
I did so. Even sometimes when I was off and I saw the Wawa gang out in the parking lot drinking their coffee, I would go out and sometimes just just hang with them for a minute. I wouldn't stay long. They never stayed long. I think they were only there for maybe an hour tops. Sometimes a little more, depending on the situation and the weather. Sometimes they'd be there less, the situation and the weather. But we'll get into that on next week's episode. And I'm very much looking forward to that. And then I'll even give you another prerequisite. The week after that, we're talking football. Yes, football season will be in full swing by then. And I'm not really sure that I'm going to be all the way up for it. I'll explain why this NFL season, I'm a little numb about it. And maybe, maybe after I talk through it, maybe I'll be a little bit more excited to see the season come when it comes. Hopefully. Who knows? But for now, let me get to the business of shutting the doors and turning the lights off. I'm, you can always find me at, of course, um, the Instagram page, Philip Henderson 5102 I always say there's room for one more on the Facebook lip group. Join us. Um, you'll see me doing more reels. Going to record a few right after I'm done with this show, in fact. And, of course, um, Phil, at Phil the Lip, the YouTube page, you'll find some of those shorts there as well. Um, Got to talk to my buddy at... Uh, Houston's Home Automotive, Automations, and um, Zenith Transportation to maybe help me figure out what's going on with Twitter sooner rather than later, or later rather than sooner. I don't know. I got so many things going on. Twitter is probably the least of those things. So we'll figure it out eventually. Twitter will be, as they say, on hiatus for now. But so is this show. So what I have to do is give you the words of wisdom. Well, it's still summer, and the boy is ready to do some more yard work. And I believe that I can certainly say this for now to him. I'm not sure what takes longer, watching the grass grow or watching you mow it. What can I tell you? He's new at it. He's doing a good job, but eventually he'll get better and he'll be more efficient. And, but for now, I'm not sure what takes longer, watching the grass grow or watching you mow it. <laughs> well, that's the end. My name is Phil, and you've just listened to The Lip. <laughs>